Hello and welcome. Hi everybody. Friends. Family. Family. Co-workers. Everybody in Canada. Acquaintances. To episode 14 of Let's Not Tell Abby. Hope everybody had an excellent, is having an excellent week. Had an excellent weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, But today is a great day Mm -hmm. for so many reasons. So many reasons. Yeah, I will let, friend, I will let you start. Why is today great? Um, today is great because my boyfriend got a new job and he no longer is going to work at Sucky, 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 Sucky Best Buy. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I need to buy my vacuum before he leaves. However, (laughs) he's no longer going to work there and I hate Best Buy as an employer and they don't really do much for me as a retailer either. Correct. So... They only do because he works there. Only because he works there and we were able to get a discount on our washer and dryer. Did you get decent discounts at all? I mean, they did save us like 300 bucks. Okay, okay. But I not, just wasn't sure how their discount So they worked. didn't... I don't know, that's weird. Like, it, the employees don't get a discount on the stuff if they're like on sale or oh. like... And it's not really ever like that great. So like if the washer and dryer is like never on sale, he would only get maybe like $100 off. But okay. what he does get off is, like, the five-year warranty. Oh. We got that for pretty cheap. Okay. Um, the service and labor. Yeah. We get that. And, like, all the parts that go with it. So, like, the connections and stuff like that. He gets oh, that's for, pretty like, cool. Dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. That was So, it did end up saving us about $300. Yeah, but with um, how terrible of a time he's had there, I wouldn't think oh, that their discounts are that worth not it. Not worth it. No. Not worth it. Not even close, remotely close to being worth it. So, hip hip hooray. Yay! We have been hoping for this job change for quite some time. We've been so. working for it. He's been working on it, yeah. Very happy for, mm-hmm. for Mark. So, yeah. excellent. Um, why else is today a good day? It's actually kind it's of because it's sixty degrees and sunny it is in glorious. Cincinnati. Yes, I had Let's my windows open. That. Yep. I had my windows open before we started recording, but it is very noisy outside in the city, so we had to shut them. But at this point, it was getting kind of chilly in here anyway. A little bit chilly. So, but yay! It is glorious weather. Mm-hmm. We got to see the new apartment again today. We measured, yeah, for all the things, and we found out that our bed will fit. So that's excellent. Great mm-hmm. news. Good news. I'm really excited for our new podfist. Yes, we are gonna. The office is gonna be super cool. And we did. Please start referring pod to it as the pod fist. This. Yes. It kind of sounds like the uh, office thing. The office. Tara and whatnot, but like in my brain, I'm going to orifice, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's not correct. No. It's not right. Um, but yes, we're gonna come up with a super cool name for it. Um, I gotta get rugs so it's not super echoey in there because it's all cement and brick and windows, and it's so cool. Yep. So anyway, yes, I like we it. did that today. Perfect. Um, I did start my period, so I'm feeling like crap. Mm. But I got my trusty, what is this called? Heating pad. Heating pad. <laughs> Push up against my tummy, and I'm embroidering, and I just took my Tylenol. So I'm feeling pretty good, friends. Good. It's a great day. Yep. It's a great, great day. I'm very excited. So for I'm very excited for Mark. Me it's too. It's been long, a long time coming for him. Me too. So, yep. He deserves it. He does. He's wonderful. Yes. I love so, him. yay. So after we're done recording, Kayla and Mark are going to go celebrate. And I'm going to lay here with my heating pad. Yes. And eat some pizza. I will in not Mark's be honor. Pizza, but thank you for doing it in our honor. Yes. We're not going to be eating pizza. Yes. Um, 
Let's see. Hmm. What did you do this weekend? This weekend, um, mm-hmm. what did we do? On Friday? Oh, on Friday, I met, I finally met Gordy's new boss. They were, okay. um, they were at happy hour, so. Got it. Um, yeah, that's fun. I went and saw, met him. He was a very nice guy. I probably said some weird things because I get nervous and he was kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a very nice guy. I saw some of his coworkers. We went to dinner um, at the Shires on Saturday night. Okay. Which was pretty good. Not really our place. Very, kind of a little too stuffy. It was at um, City Club, this really fancy apartment complex. I like to consider myself a semi-fancy person, mm-hmm. but no. Like, the angsty OTR restaurants are much more my speed. The food was delicious. Wine was delicious. Um, okay. So that was great. And then we went bowling on Sunday for my seven-year-old nephew's birthday party. That's fun. Which actually was a lot of fun. Normally, it's just sitting around my sister's house making small talk with her in-laws and talking to my mom, which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. But it was actually a lot of fun. So the two-year-old's birthday party is also going to be there. Nice. Yeah. That'll be so, fun. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Saturday, uh, we officially moved Mark in to the apartment because his lease was up. Yay! So, like, I mean, he's been living there for a couple months yeah. anyway. Yeah. But this was just, like, we moved his bed. We moved the TV. Um, and then Saturday night, uh, Charlie and our friend Charlie and DJ came over. DJ? Uh-huh. DJ, who was on our podcast last week, for those of you paying attention. Um, Let's see. And so she came over, and we... What did she uh, think of, like, hearing her voice? Did she tell... Did you uh, guys talk about it? I not even talk about it. I'm kind of wondering. I'm hoping she... Yeah, I'm hoping I she, had, like... Enjoyed it at least. I know she had fun, like, recording it, but, mm-hmm. like, actually... It is weird hearing is weird. your own voice. Like, when yeah. I listen later, mm-hmm. just to, again, make sure that, you know, we didn't say anything too terribly fucking stupid yeah. or, you know, whatever... Um, I mean, honestly, though, after we post it, there's not much we can do about it anyway and no. take it down. But, <laughs> but you can't edit it while it's posted. Man. Yeah. Um, but I don't like to do it, though. So unless it's sounds really like bad, complicated. I'm not gonna... we should. The, only, the only reason I ever edit is if I miss a section of... <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. That happens yeah. sometimes. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we didn't really talk about it, but they came over and uh, Charlie just got back from Colorado. And so he brought us these amazing weed cookies and they were so good they awesome yeah and i've decided that next time i get some i'm gonna take two of them and a piece of weed chocolate and a marshmallow and make a little <gasps> s'more out of friend it. yeah you are a genius i try <laughs> that sounds like a baller idea to that me. is what i tell people about thank you thank you thank you yeah thank you okay if anybody from work is listening don't judge me on what i just admitted but whatever i don't care no um anyway so, what else is going on? That's oh, I ship a super huge project at work tomorrow. Yeah, your project's due tomorrow. My project's due tomorrow. We're both shipping a project yeah. tomorrow. So, that's it's, fun. Yeah, good, it's going to be day. a big day. Busy day. Very um, busy day. Let's see. I'm having dinner with my aunt this week, which is cool. Um, let's see. And then this coming weekend is Beer Fest. Woo woo! Beer Fest! Which is. So, ev- for the last 14 years. Um, it's normally in February. This year it's in March. I don't I know why. I thought that didn't sound right. It was so late this it's year. It's normally okay. the weekend before Valentine's Day in February. Because that was officially yours and your and Mark's anniversary. Yes, correct. Okay. So this year it's the first weekend in March. Um, and they, so like more than like 180 beer vendors from like local all the way across like 
Uh, I don't know if they have any international. They might, but definitely mm-hmm. national. Definitely just like across, all across the country. All across the country. Yeah. Come in and they bring in um, like two or three beers a piece and you go um, and it's like Cincinnati winterbeerfest.com if anybody's interested. I believe tickets are still on sale. How much are they? They have, hold on a second. They Sorry. have a Friday night, a Saturday afternoon, and a Saturday day or a Saturday night. Um, tickets are now probably close to $55. Yeah. Um, when we bought them, because we go, this is a thing we do every year, so yeah. we know we're going. Yeah. So when we bought them, um, it was the day they went on sale and they were $40. Oh, okay. And, but, so it was $40 to buy the early entrance, which gives you an extra hour of beer time. <laughs> um, and Very now necessary. they're probably, so that's from like six to 11 and now they're probably $55 from seven to 11. Okay. So okay. it's like That's four hours of beer, and they give you tickets. I say tickets, and I got air quotes around them because nobody takes a ticket. Oh, no one does. No okay. one. So that always helps. It ultimately ends up being $55 for pretty much unlimited beer for four hours. Which is, that gets a lot of beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's great. I don't usually drink at that because I'm not the biggest beer person. I might try one or two. Yeah. Like if somebody's like, oh, this one's really good, I'll try it. But I don't genuinely enjoy the taste of beer. You so, just like, like to go for the... I just like to go for the fun and the friends. So I always be DD. I'm always DD for this um, yeah. because I just let the people who really like beer just enjoy it and have a great time with it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but that's coming up this weekend. I'm really excited. Yeah. Then Saturday, Mark and I are gonna go to Costco because I got a Costco membership Costco. for the first time ever. So you've never you've never been to Costco? No, I've been to Costco. Oh. But the two times I've been to Costco was with people who were like were browsy or they, like they were like powering through. They're like, No, we need no, no, to get... you gotta browse yeah. Costco. They're like, We need to get these like seven things, boom, 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 and like in and out and I was no. like, Fuck me. I want to be browsy. I want to go and I want to walk the aisles and yes. I want to see everything and I want to see what's there and I want to know what's there. That's mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what we're doing well, Saturday. And, and then also, we're getting massages. Oh, nice. Yes. And also at Costco, things change. Mm-hmm. Like there's some stuff that's not there all the time. So you have to browse every aisle when you go. I mean, not every time you go, but you know, maybe once every couple of weeks you want to see all of the seasonal all things. All the things. I yeah. want to see all the things. Exactly. So that's so, very exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah. That reminds me, I have to cancel the massages that we had scheduled for our moving day. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Yes. Maybe it was So scheduled. we have, um, like I said, we've got massages and Saturday and then we're just going to hang out and enjoy kind of each other and then, um, yeah, that's, that's the plan. So. Excellent. All right. Well, are you ready to get into this? Yeah. Let's, we've been talking for 11 minutes. I have no plans this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. sorry, I'm sorry. No, yeah, I was like, what am I going to say when she asked me? We I don't have any plans. Okay. Yeah, which I'm so excited about. Which I'll is perfect, actually, because you could just start, kind of go to Jumpstart and packing. Yeah, yeah. For all, all of, some of our, I'm sure you saw some of our tapestries were down. It was so sad. I know. We are starting to pack to up. Yeah, but now I don't even like looking at the walls, so I'm more, I'm less sad now to leave this apartment than to, and I'm excited to move into the new one. So, Yay! yes, very yes. exciting. Great. I let's start on questions. Okay, great. Ready? Go, go first. I'll go first. Okay, great. Okay, wait. Question number one this week comes from Dear Prudence from February 29th, 2020s from Leap Day. So I had to pick one of these. Dear Prudence, I dated Steven seriously about four years ago. We broke up when my career took me elsewhere. 
Stephen has been dating another woman, Tish, for several months. Stephen and I have been in vague contact over social media, but only really see each other at mutual friends' events. The one time I met Tish, she was aggressively friendly to me, and then apparently set about trashing me. Many friends have told me she speaks of me with venom. I recently moved back to my old city, and my plan was just to avoid them both. But I have been told, again by mutual friends, that Tisha and Steven will not attend functions if I am there. We're all adults in our 30s. I don't want to have to find all new friends. I don't have much in common with my colleagues, and I haven't had any luck meeting people through volunteer work. Steven recently sent me a private message explaining that Tish finds me intimidating and bad for her anxiety. He suggested that I give our friends some breathing room since I am making them choose here and Tish just needs some time. My first thought was to say that was the most pathetic and egotistical thing I've ever heard. My next thought was to ask Steven where his balls were. Tish's purse? I have not responded at all yet. Our social group only really gets together a few times a month. There is not a lot of overlap. I have no clue how to move forward here. If I should tell people the truth or just play it by ear. Signed, Avoidant X. Um, okay, so I basically lived this situation, except that I wasn't like the ex or the current girlfriend. Yeah. I had a friend who was the ex and a friend who was dating fucking Satan, really. Um, oh, I remember this girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was terrible. From two years ago, yeah. Horrible. Anyway, more than two years ago. Was it two years? More than two years ago. Oh. Anyway, anyway, yes, I remember this. She was horrible. Yes. Anyway, um, so... I don't know. Um, basically what it is, is that girl, Tish? Tish. Right? Let me get it's, a, it's a fake name. Right, it's right, a right, right. Name. Okay, so... Current girlfriend is pissy because X is still hanging around mutual friends. With her with her friends. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah. Okay, got it. Not yeah. a big okay, I'm just making sure I'm Yeah. Um Honestly, everybody just needs to chill. Like Yeah. I mean I get it. I I get I get where the ex girlfriend is coming from, but I also would not avoid Oh no, I would go. I yeah, of course. Definitely, you attend every event that you want to mm-hmm. attend. And just... I mean, ex-girlfriend. As ex, as the new girlfriend, I would go to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I'm everybody, not afraid of you. But listen, everybody is an ex for a reason. Like, there are definite reasons why people break up. Everyone's an ex for a reason. Right. So, like, just because this girl and Steven are still have mutual friends... There's no reason, like, what it is is jealousy, is what it ultimately boils down to. Yeah. She is jealous uh, about the ex, and she's not secure. She cannot handle, like, she's not secure in her relationship. She's not secure in her own self. She's not self-confident. She doesn't have her own security. And so she's taking it out on you and him. And, like, making it a big deal around all of their friends. Like, it really is. That would be so obnoxious. I'm trying to, like, come at this now that, like, I'm removed from the situation. Yeah. In the, in the moment, I was really mad at my friend who was the one who had the ex with the situation and who was also dating Satan. And I was really mad at him for not standing up to his girlfriend. Yeah. 
What is that noise? It's a, it's a car with a loud radio hitting okay. those big steel plates. Got on it. The okay. Street. Yeah. Got but it. In, and that's where the window's closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a moment. Just listen, everyone. It's so much worse at three in the morning. I genuinely thought it was inside. Like I thought. Oh yeah. He was like no. doing something. I was like, <laughs> no. he knows we're actually no. recording, right? Like, no, no anyway. that's just the people in the outdoor okay. world. Okay, got it. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Anyway, now that I'm like trying to, um, you know, come at it from like remove the situation and whatnot, I'm trying to imagine how difficult this is for Stephen mm-hmm. to, like, you know. I doubt he cares that she's the ex. Like, I doubt he cares. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. Um, but the fact that he has to constantly hear about it from his new girlfriend is probably exhausting. Yeah. And it probably makes him feel terrible. Yeah. Like, as makes a, him just, feel guilty. Right. As a person and as a human. She just, this new girl just sounds like she's one of those people who, like, doesn't want to think that her boyfriend ever dated anybody before. Like, right. And it's not fun to think about, but you know what? But it's happened. Lady, you like, probably dated somebody else before well, him too. You're in your 30s. Like, it's unrealistic to expect right. that they'd ever dated anybody before ever. Right. Like, but again, like, you have to go into a relationship knowing that an ex is an ex for a reason. Yeah. Like, I mean, also, it would be harder though because the writer is mm-hmm. the one who ended the relationship with Steven, not the other mm-hmm. way around. I think it would be much easier if Steven was the one that ended it, but it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. And she says it was like, what, four years ago? Right. Yeah, four years ago. Four years ago. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to deal with this. I would not avoid the friends. Oh, yeah, no. Absolutely I not. would go. Go and hang out with your friends. Go and live your life. Fuck this bitch. Well, the thing is, she's like, well, I don't really get along with people I work with. I don't want to. Like, she's, like, seriously considering trying to adjust her life to make to no. make these to accommodate no. for these people. No, no, no. Absolutely no. not. Listen, sweetheart, you are allowed to be friends with your ex. Yeah. You're allowed to be friends with whomever yeah. you want to be friends with. Right. You're not doing anything inappropriate by right. coming to these events that you're invited to. Right. Um, and the other shitty thing is, is like the situation that it's making for these other friends that are stuck in the middle. Like, yeah. Hey, we can't, in- if we invite Tish, then Steven and that other lady aren't going to show up or wait, then that's there. I'm sorry. If we invite Steven and, and Tish, then this other girl's not, then the writer's not going to show up. Right? No, it's if the writer shows up. Let's call let's call the writer Jackie. That's just our name from now. Got on. it. Jackie. Uh, if Jackie Easter shows up, Steven and Tish will not. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Which is a super bummer because again the friends are like, we want to hang out with everybody. We yeah. don't want to deal with this. And like have I wonder what the friends think about. The friends are probably in, so um, fucking yeah, annoyed. Yeah, I would the friend if listen, as a friend of the, the observing this situation, I can tell you that I almost lost my friend. Yeah. Who was the one dating everybody. And it sounds like she is going to... What she, this woman could potentially be doing is singling him out away from his friends. By causing a huge mm-hmm. uproar, a huge thing about this. And it's going to get to the point where they don't invite yeah. Stephen and Tish anymore. Right. And he's going to be wondering why he never sees his friends. And it's only going to be... He's only going to be friends with, with the people that she approves of. She's, yes. Guess what? That's not how relationships work. Nope. You need to keep showing up to these things. You need to stand up for yourself and fuck this other girl. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally agree. I do not think... I do not... I mean... And you're right. You're all... People in your 30s, you're all adults. You should all be able to have a conversation with it. And if she's got a problem with it, say, come talk to me directly. No right, problem. exactly. Ever. Let's have a conversation. I love I love the line about aggressively friendly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes. Um, yeah, well, and the thing is, the, o- the only reason she might take a step back if these are friends that... I mean, it was four years ago. She's been friends with these people for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is if she acquired these friends strictly through Stephen. Stephen. Yes. But even, I don't know. I don't even want to say that. Like, if even if they're friends you acquired through Stephen. It was four you, years if ago. You, if you stay friends long enough. Yeah, it doesn't really It doesn't really anymore. matter who no. was friends first. Like. And it was four years ago. And they're still friends. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't apply anymore. Right. So, like, hypothetical situation. Well, okay. No, perfect example. You, your best friend Tara, mm-hmm. you met through Johnny. No, I no. met. No. I was friends with Tara first. first. Yeah. Okay, just kidding. But yeah. when you and him broke up, mm-hmm. still friends with Tara, even though oh, of course, like she's his brother. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but I'm not really friends with many. I also left Cleveland. Correct, but my point is, is like, yeah. it doesn't matter. No, the relationship. Of the other people, it's who you were friends with. So, like... Correct. If... Yes, she might have met these friends through Stephen. But they've been friends for more than four years. So, it's long. So, now it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I think she keeps going. Mm -hmm. If he wants to alienate himself from his friends, Uh that's on him. Wow. Right? Okay. What did Prue say? Let's see what Prue said. I'm so relieved you wrote to me before saying, Where are your balls? Tish's purse? To your ex. Perhaps my fondest my fondest wish for this column is to help prevent the necessity of having to apologize to someone who has behaved rudely, as there are few things more demoralizing than realizing you're going to have to choke back your pride and say you're sorry to someone who's been trying to get a rise out of you for ages. Stephen and Tish's request that you hold yourself personally responsible for her insecurity is unreasonable and you were right to ignore it. Continue to ignore all unreasonable requests if any more should arise and attend whichever get-togethers you like. You are not making anybody choose a side. If Stephen and Tish decide not to go to the movies with friends simply because you'll be there and you dated Stephen four years ago, they are free to do so. If your mutual friends to give you second-hand messages about what Stephen and Tish think of you, tell them politely you're not interested in playing a game of telephone. It is juvenile, and there's nothing you have to do here except see your friends and enjoy the fact that you're not in a relationship like Stephen and Tish's. I agree. Prue, Prue. Prue. Good job. Excellent. Good job. Great. I think we get even points there. How many is even? Do you want to write even? Just write four. Okay. Four is an even number, and we both get four. I love love the... Picking up the points. <laughs> that's my favorite. I know. That's why I just let you go ahead and do it. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I think Good. she likes this. Okay, Excellent. Great. Okay, great. All right. Next. Great. Now we go. Okay. This one is from Dear Abby. It is from... I'm sorry. I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> it is from December 23rd, 2009. Oh, okay. Dear Abby, my husband and I have been married two wonderful years. I was recently in a serious car accident and am currently unable to drive. The person who mainly drives me around is my husband, but sometimes friends and family take me to my appointments or to run errands. 
Recently, my husband announced that he will no longer take me to buy my birth control pills because he's ready to have a child and doesn't want to wait. Since I am out of work, I have no money of my own and must rely solely on him for support. Because he is no longer willing to provide me with the funds to buy birth control, I am unable to ask anyone else to give me a ride to the pharmacy. When we have sex, he refuses to use protection. Although I want children in the future, I do not feel like I'm ready to have any now. We married young and still have years ahead of us to get pregnant and be active parents. Please tell me what to do. I'm afraid if I refuse to have a baby with him, he will leave or, when I am ready, decide our time to start a family has passed. I love him and would do anything for him. Should I just give in and is it really worth a fight? Signed, not quite ready in Colorado. Okay, uh, what are the questions again? I'm sorry. Um, That's the answer. Don't read it. Don't read it. I'm not reading. I'm not reading okay. it. Okay. Okay. The question is... Should I just give in? Yeah. No. And, and is, is it, it really worth a fight? Yes. yes. Uh, first of all, your husband's a twat. Oh. I would like you to call your husband a twat. Oh, my God. To his face. Tell You're him not that. working right now. Why does he think it's a good idea for your body to handle the stress of pregnancy and... Caring for a child. That's the second part of this whole situation. Oh my god. That's the, that's the second part of the whole situation. The first part of yes. the situation, the, the first part of the situation is that he has decided. I decided. It's time for you to have a baby. Nope. That is that's never okay. how it goes. Oh it is god. a mutual decision that you both make together. Nobody gets to strong arm anybody into no. this decision because it affects both of your lives. Not just his, not just yours. Now, once that has been said and laid out, now we can jump to the second part of the thing, which is where Natalie's correct. After just having a serious car accident where you cannot drive and you probably are having a problems walking, now is not the best time to be having a child. You were recovering from a serious car accident that led you unable to drive and you can't work. So, yes, absolutely. I think you should definitely have a kid right now because that seems like a smart choice. Babies are free. Oh, they don't cost any money. They are no work at all. Not, you know, and not a physical, strain on your body. No, the physical toll of you getting pregnant uh, is nothing and you pushing a watermelon out your vajay is also no problem. You don't need your legs for that. This guy is a... This guy is um, a monster. Yeah. So I um I hope if you couldn't tell everybody I was being 100% sarcastic. Can there. we just read her like Abby's response right now because I there is no other than to stop having sex which I don't think a man like this will take well. Mhm. Oh my I oh this is a problem. This is a Real problem. Uh, uh, before we read Abby's answer, I'm I'm, I'm sure Abby's for her I'm sure Abby's answer is very close to ours, which is yeah no. Um, you need to stand up to him, and if he fights back, and I mean either physically, emotionally, you need to reconsider if this is a marriage you want to be in. Yeah. First of all, you should be reconsidering it already. Yes. Because let me tell you for a fact, if my husband ever were to tell me this is when you are having a kid because I say you're having a kid now. Done. No, the fuck. He does not get to no. say that. He will be signing divorce papers the next day. Yeah. And I mean the next day. That's absolutely. Like, there will be no conversation about it. Nobody gets to tell a woman 
when she's having a kid. Ever. Nobody gets to tell, and, and the flip side of that, women do not get to tell men we're having a kid right now. It is a mutual decision. Right. Yeah. I need to hear Abby's answer. I'm like dying. Okay. Because I just. Here's what Abby says. Oh my God. You and your husband need professional mediation now. <laughs> you should not be strong armed into having a child, which is what your husband is attempting to do. Women who become pregnant under the circumstances you've described often feel trapped and resentful, which can negatively affect their ability to parent. If you were so seriously injured in the accident that you can't drive or work, it's questionable that you're even healthy enough to start a pregnancy. What is happening is all wrong and my alarm bells are blaring. If this okay, is a way, if this is the way the joint decisions are made in your marriage, there's real serious trouble ahead for you. So no, you should not just give in and yes, it is really worth the fight or at the very least further discussion. Oh, this is terrible. I really, oh, I, ah, oh. oh, I wish that little link below the thing was, see the update. Cause yeah. I guarantee you these people are divorced or oh, she's yeah. totally miserable. Mm-hmm. This can't be, the, I'm guaranteed this isn't the first time he's done something like this. Oh, I'm sure her. he's made all kinds of decisions oh, on her behalf, but I bet you they were smaller and she didn't really notice. Like yeah. I, this is the type of person who like, this isn't just a giant decision that he made like instantly and he felt like ballsy enough to do. He has made other small decisions yeah, for this her has been happening. that yeah. she hasn't noticed. You will not hang out with this friend. Right. You will not call your mother. You will not do this. You will not do that. This, we oh, will do this. We will do that. No. Nope. This is an abusive relationship. Yep. And I'm glad she still has family close because I think she's, I am so sure she's going to need them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yes, make sure you keep your family close to you. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Listeners, if anybody, man or woman, is trying to make these types of decisions for your life, you need... To get out of that relationship instantly. And I mean relationship in like romantic relationship, friendship relationship, working relationship. doesn't matter. If no. anybody is trying to make big decisions for your life and just saying this is what's happening, no discussion. It's not need, how it goes. It's not how it works. And you need to get out of those no. immediately. Yep. Because that's not how shit works. It is not. Okay. So, and also, just taking yourself off of birth control without consulting with your doctor is also not a good idea. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. You should let your doctor know that you're thinking about getting off of birth control and they can step you down. Because chances are you're on like a higher dose estrogen and they can like walk you back off. Yeah. It's just like getting off of any other medication. You need to kind of wean yourself off of it other than just... All the doctors. Call all the doctors. Mm-hmm. Get them yes. all involved. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Doctors. All right. All right. Oh, that's... Wait. What a bummer. What are the points? Oh, I don't even feel good for getting points for that. Uh, just give us each one. <laughs> one point. Because yeah. Natalie... Because that really bummed me out. I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So next, I'm really excited... I'll tell you why in a second. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm really excited. I actually went a little rogue and found a new advice column that I really liked. Her name is Minda Honey, and she writes for Leo Weekly, which I believe is out of uh, Louisville. It's a it's a um, 
Yeah, Leo Weekly is a... I honestly don't know. Yeah, I think it's Louisville. I don't know. And I don't I don't think right now is a good time to figure it out. But anyway, her name is Minda Honey. So this question is from December 2nd, 2019. Hi, Minda. My boyfriend has lots of wonderful things about him, but sex isn't one of them. Mm. I've overlooked it, and we've stayed together for a long time because he has so many other amazing qualities. I've tried to talk about things that would bring me more pleasure, but it's been a long process of me speaking in, speaking in ways he wasn't really hearing and slow progress. It took about three years before he decided going down on women wasn't icky, and when I suggested he could still help me finish after he had, I was clearly speaking a foreign language. He's now more open to trying things I enjoy, but now says they're not the best for him and we should compromise. While this sounds reasonable on the surface, it usually means him still getting off and me still not. Not an issue I've had in past relationships. I told him he can bite the bullet from time to time and make sure I get mine. Something I've done for him a million times in the past. I feel like he's being selfish in bed. He feels like I'm being unnecessarily complicated and hard to please. How can we work toward a sex life we both enjoy? Signed, needy, not greedy. (laughs) So I think all of our questions this week are just super easy to answer. Like so many, I feel so bad for this poor girl. Um, I don't know if this one's super easy. Like, how do you find a compromise? Is the compromise, right? What was the question? Um, how can we work toward a sex life we both enjoy? <laughs> um, you can do that by dating somebody else. Yep. Who doesn't think, who doesn't need to be convinced that going down on women is icky. Um, yes. Okay, well, there are some people out there who are firmly against Correct. oral sex. And yes, that but that's fine. Men and women. That's fine. If you're dating somebody who's like, I think going down on you is gross. Fine. Do not expect me to go down on you. On like, you. On you. Yeah. So it's fine. If you think that's disgusting, you're missing out on a lot. Of so, course. But also, but, that's fair. But fine. Yeah. Mutually across the board, nobody gets to be gone down on. Oh, that makes me sad. That, that makes me so sad. <laughs> that makes me sad. But. There are other, yes, there are other things he can do to help her along if he thinks that this exactly. guy is just, clearly has issues. He just clearly is selfish and or completely inexperienced. Yeah. But inexperienced does, does not. Means nothing. Does not make up for unwilling. To learn. To learn and to, to listen to your partner. He's, while this sounds reasonable on the surface, oh my God. Listen, he needs to understand that it's not all about him. And if you try, you need to maybe just bluntly tell him. You know, you're over here trying to be coy and like polite. What did she say? She said. Speaking in ways that he wasn't really hearing. Yes. And slow progress. You need to blatantly look at him and be like, listen, I'm not satisfied. I haven't come yet. Maybe we're then, not done. Yeah, maybe then done. he'll hear you, and he don't won't be like you'll be like that orgasm thing that you just did. I did not do it, and you not getting off when he gets off is not unreasonable. I, this this poor girl, I feel like he's being selfish in bed. He but, is like she she she's 
she has to say I feel rather than he is being selfish in bed. Right, yeah, no. He like is. she's not confident enough. I don't think she's gonna stand up to this guy. I probably won't. Um but like getting off together is not a thing that like so many people are like, oh, like if you guys don't come at like coming at the same time, like is great. Don't get me wrong. But like But that's also but that's also never happened for me. Uh, it doesn't always happen all the time for us either. Right. So, in, but like, I have a great sex life. Right. I'm very happy. Yeah. But, like, so. what I'm saying is, like, there's, like, sex professionals who have been, like, stop trying to make that a thing. Stop trying to make that happen. Well, Because right. it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't happen for everybody. Like, and it will not happen for everybody every time just and that, like that. It means zero to me if it we doesn't. get off at the it's same like, time. It's, like, it's... Have an orgasm whenever you're ready to have an orgasm. Yeah. Like, if you're two minutes into the situation and you're ready to do it, do it. Let it happen. Right. But just remember that your partner maybe not was not there two minutes into the situation. And now he needs more. You She needs more. Whomever. Somebody needs more. Yeah, someone else needs more. And honestly, I mean, if that ever happened for us, which I'm sure it will, that's great. But, you know, sometimes I like that it's it's all about me. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I like it being all about him, you know. Like, obviously there's, you know, there's perks to sex and other stuff other than actually getting off. Like, it's all about intimacy mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But this guy, mm-hmm. like, I... She, oh, I... Okay, I, first of all, let's... I just want to kind of back up a little bit. I don't... The fact that she overlooked it for so long, and now it's a problem. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody in between. Yeah. Everybody out there listening. If you're entering a serious relationship with somebody, and the sex is not what you need, yeah. you need to, from the beginning... Yes. Let your needs known. Yes. Let tell your, them. Tell them, yeah. hey, man... You're terrible at going down on me. And he'll probably be like, yo, girl, you use too much teethy on the wiener. Yeah, okay, great. And you're like, got it. Got it. Good to know. And there are so many. The <clears> thing <throat> is, there. when I was younger, I used to listen to, like, sex help books, like, on audio tape. It's, Wait, how younger? I'm 31. I don't know. Right, like, 24, 25? Got it. Okay. Yeah. In my head, I just mentally pictured you, like, 12. No, 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 no. Okay. What? For the record, I'm I'm not 31. I'm almost 31. I will be 31 in a few months. So I did not listen to sex help books when I was 12. Probably in my early to mid 20s. Okay. I'm sorry. I yeah. just heard when I was younger, and I mentally immediately pictured 12 year old Natalie like needle pointing and being like, oh, "Sex help book." Like, no. Oh my god. No, no, I'm no. Sorry. But sex. Like, she was looking at me like I was an alien. I'm like, no. Sex help books are great, and we. Figured out that Your that's not what she's looking at me like that. Your thing beep. Oh, yes. Thank you. If you hear a beep, that's my heating pad turning off. I have to turn it back on. It has a timer. It's uh, it's so I don't sleep with my heating pad on. But anyway. And set the house on fire. I still do that. I'll just, it'll beep. It'll wake up. I'll turn it back on. But anyway, um, yeah, sex help books. Do it. Because maybe, and do it together. Like, I, ugh. I don't, I, I think you should give up on this guy. It's Honestly, I want to know. Important part of a relationship that I just when well and like shame on her a little bit like yeah because she for not setting the precedent from the beginning yep you know like there's just so much there's like such a stigma about like all these 
while women and men who are just so like, oh, I can't upset my partner or he'll leave or blah, blah, blah. So what if he leaves? Fuck it. You just got invested in that person. You find someone else. There are literally 7 billion people in this world. Yeah. If you want somebody to go down on you, you will find somebody. Yeah. Who wants to go down on you. And who does it good. Yes. But if you're not. Right. Okay. Yes, and then, like, even when she started this relationship with that guy, mm-hmm. and that wasn't his thing, great. Teach him how to do other stuff. Right. It sounds like that's not a huge thing for her. It sounds like getting off that often is not a huge thing for her because she's put up with this for so long. Right. So that's fine. But, I mean, like, if he's... Yeah, right. So he doesn't like to go down on you. Fine, okay. fine, fine. There yeah. are other things that he can do that you should have taught him Yeah. from the beginning. Yep. So... So, you know, she's at, my answer is, um, break up with this guy. Boy, bye. She's asking, what can we do? How can we work? Because my boyfriend has lots of wonderful things about him. What else about this guy? Sorry. Like what else about him? I bet you he's selfish in other parts of his life too, that she's overlooking. Yeah. Like I want to know what else about this guy makes him so Name five things. Name five things that are good about this guy. Okay. So maybe he cooks. Great. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to guess. Oh, okay, what got it. You're guessing. I, good cook. I hate to like. Okay. Assume, we, we but think that good maybe job. He's a good cook. Okay. Good job. Good makes, job. Makes, makes good money. Financially stable. A partner. And hot. Then, hot. Hot. Okay. Uh. That's three. To to me, none of those financial stability. I I none of those no. things give up make up for a good sex life. Nope. And we're like to come up with things. three. So, no. I'm, what can we do to make this so you both, something you both enjoy? Find new partners. Find a new partner. Yeah. Find new partners for both of he you. He needs to find somebody who doesn't ever want to have sex. There are people like that. So. Or who just doesn't care that she has to do it herself. Yeah. That's what he needs. Yeah. He needs to find somebody who doesn't care that he's going to be greedy in bed and just keep doing it. She doesn't say if she does it herself a lot. No, but I she says think- that she doesn't get off. So if she doesn't get off, then she's never getting off, and that sucks. Yeah. But, like, if she does want to get off, then she has to do it herself. Right. So it's either, like, you do it yourself, yeah. or you don't do it. Right. Those are your options. Yep. And that sounds awful. fucking awful. So he needs to find somebody who's either okay with never coming or doing it themselves. Yep. And... Honestly, sweetheart, if he's not doing it... Oh, sorry, my nose is really itchy all of a sudden. That's if he's not doing it... Go to Hustler. Buy a dildo. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Let's see what Minda Honey has to say. Ma'am, I really wish you had included the lots of wonderful things you claim this man has going for him because I am struggling to advise you to do anything other than leave him. Yeah, yeah. So we get a thousand points. Okay. Because I just can't imagine who is a man who is this stingy between the sheets, being generous and plentiful in other ways. That's another, another thousand points. Okay. So now we're at 3,000 points. Uh, not another thousand, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I was trying to do math and I'm bad at math. Don't do math. Like, what partner is really out here walking with their head up in the world, knowing that they are consistently and intentionally leaving a partner they supposedly care about sexually unfulfilled? Like, he's for real trying to negotiate with you so that you consistently accept less? I just really cannot. I can't. What is even the point? 
It'd be one thing if he was trying or your sex drive were misaligned or something, but it appears that he is simply just unwilling to do basic ass shit to keep you pleased. It would rather put that energy into convincing you you're somehow the one making things unnecessary, unnecessarily complicated. Dropping to your knees is literally one swift motion, sir. <laughs> if you're determined to stay, what I'm going to propose may sound harsh, but honestly, I read similar advice in a different advice column. I read similar advice in a different advice column recently. I can't remember which one. It's time to flat out refuse to participate in any sex that won't result in pleasing you. If you're not getting off, what's the point of getting it in? If he thinks it's perfectly reasonable for you to endure a life with no physical pleasure, he can join you in that pastime. You don't have to pressure him to do anything he doesn't want to do. You're done with that. You've accepted his terms, and now, based on no terms, those terms, you're making your own choices. I agree. I agree with everything she said. 2,000 points for us. And she gets like 1,500. She writes like she talks, and it, that was kind of weird. God. I just really cannot. I just cannot. I can't yeah. with that. Yes. I can't with your stupid So I, I, I do like her. I do like her advice. She's totally right, and we get tons of points. Yay, okay. points. Yay. Next. Okay. Okay, this question is from the 4th of July, 1997. Woohoo! Yeah, throwback. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. What birthday was that for America? Uh, 76 is technically. So, one, a 200 and. Uh. 21. Yeah. Math. Math. Good job, friend. You get 10 points for math. 10 points for. I'm writing that down. Great. Great. Okay. Okay, dear Abby, Roger, Roger, and I have been married for more than 40 years. I feel we have a good marriage. We've recently retired and moved to the city where Roger grew up. There's a lady here I'll call Mitzi. Roger dated Mitzi all through high school and was engaged to her for at least three years after that. From what I can put together, they had a very intimate relationship. Mitzi sent Roger a Dear John letter while he was in the military, which I assumed he probably deserved. I was in no way involved. Mitzi has been married to the same man for more than 40 years. Over the past four decades, we've attended the same social functions about six times. Each time, she and Roger always seem to visit for at least 15 or 20 minutes. And while he's talking to her, he completely ignores me. In fact, he turns his back to me as though he's ashamed of me. Do you think there is any unfinished business between them? I would like to give him a surprise birthday party. Because of the people I'll be inviting, it will be necessary to invite Mitzi and her husband. My question. If there's still some kind of spark, would I be asking for trouble? Signed, Concerned in Florida. Oh my god, it's Jackie and Tish. It is Jackie and Tish. In Except 50 years. that... Um... Kind of. Kind of. It's a theme. Except, yeah, except that... Like, Mitzi and Roger... Okay, first of all, what's a Dear John letter? You reacted like you knew what that was, and I have no idea what that oh, is. Oh, a Dear John letter is when um, someone's in the military, mm-hmm. dating or engaged to a woman back home. She wants to break it up. She sends him a letter. It's called a Dear John letter. Breaking mm-hmm. them up. Like, breaking up with someone who's who's active duty military. Oh. That's yeah. a bummer. It's a real bummer. That's, oh, she it says he deserved some... it, and now I want to know why. I thought it was going to be kind of like something sexy. Like, she sent him, like, dirty 
No, no, no. It's an it's an ending of the relationship. Well, that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. Damn, Mitzi, that was cold. Uh, But she said he deserved it. Why can't I find out why she deserves it or why he deserved it? Which I assume he probably deserved. Well, damn, what the fuck do you think of your husband? What? Yeah, what did he do? She said I was in no way involved. So it wasn't because of... Also, like, maybe he was cheating with somebody else. Maybe. Shady, shady. Yeah. Shady, shady. Who anyway, knows? Anyway, that's anyway, not important. Okay. I kind of wish you hadn't even included that little bit. Because I know. You could have just said they broke up. Yes. They, 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 yeah, things and okay. whatever. So for 40 years, you've been married to Roger. And for 40 years, Mitzi has been married to Homeboy. Homeboy. Okay. And you've seen each other six or seven times over the course of 40 years. Yeah. And now you live in that same town and see each other more frequently. That sucks. Okay. Seeing somebody... Six or seven times over the course of 40 years, and they spend 15 to 20 minutes talking to each other, that's nothing. It sounds like this is more recently. Uh, Oh, no. Okay, you're right. Over the past four decades. Each time, she and Rogers always seem to visit for at least 15 or 20 minutes, and while he's talking to her, he completely ignores me. In fact, he turns his back on me as though he's ashamed of me. First of all, he's not ashamed of you. He's literally turning to talk to somebody. I wouldn't like that. I'd be pissed. Why can't she talk to anybody else? It's oh, not, he can, but I mean, it's when not, you're at a party together? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, Gordy is not allowed to turn his back on me when we're at a party together. It's this, they're saying else. the same social functions about six times. So it's not like it's just Ryder, Roger, Mitzi, and the end of that's just the three of them. It's like this whole social thing where like, yeah. he's like, I'm literally turning to talk to what's her face why can't she just wander over but why can't it be a triangle instead of like you know in a line where he's just he's it's writer robert facing mitzi like i i feel like that's totally bizarre i mean it's okay i don't think it's entirely entirely bizarre and i definitely don't think it's first of all i don't think it's a totally conscious thing and second of all i definitely don't think it's because he's ashamed of you I mean, after 40 years, I sure, I sure, okay, so let's say how old are these people? Let's say old? they got married when they were 25. They're, They're at least 60. 65, 70 years old. They're old. I'm yeah. sorry. You're sorry, old. Sorry, dude, you don't, like. She, he's not Aww. ashamed of you. It's been 40 years. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he loves you. Yeah. He's just, at this point, he's just reconnecting with an old friend. Right. Like, they, they said six or seven times over the course of 40 years. If I, from, if I didn't see you again for the next, I don't know, 10 years, and then we show yeah. back up. I would say yes. You and I would talk solo for at least twenty minutes. Right. We would talk way more than that too. But like. But I get that she's more sensitive because they were engaged, and she wrote him a dear John letter. He was the breakup the the breaky whatever. Yeah, but it's not like he went back and was like. You know, but she also the writer also says that he probably deserved it. So yeah, maybe he was whatever. doing some shit, maybe and so Mitzi was mad. So yeah, okay. So let's just let's just kind of forget about who broke up with who. Like that's not right. really important at this point. Not forty years later. It's not four years. It's forty. It's, yeah, it would. Uh, I mean, maybe it would bother me because I haven't been married for forty years, so I don't. Uh, like this just seems like trivial bullshit, is what this seems like. But for like a sixty-five, you know. But, like, for someone who's in their 60s, she must really be concerned about it. I mean, I guess, but she shouldn't, though. Like, she shouldn't because it is literally, like, they have each been married happily for 40 years. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
This should not. I, I'm saying this is trivial. This is like right, but he, his wife of forty years, he should respect her more than turning his back. What are they talking about? That okay, she can't hear. True. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if he is, if the three of them are having a conversation, and then he like cuts in front of her and turns his back on her to direct the conversation to the two of them. Yeah. That's wrong. But if he and is like, they're standing around and she's talking to somebody else, and he turns to talk to Missy. Oh, for sure. That's, that's totally fine. fine. I'm not. That doesn't yeah. count. If he blatantly ignores you, then that's rude, and he shouldn't do that. But that doesn't mean he's still in love with Mitzi. No. It doesn't mean that he is ashamed of you. It just means. He's kind of fucking rude. Yeah. So In those six instances over the course of 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and forgive him for that. Yes. Well, I mean, he probably has, you know, at the end of the day, he probably has no idea he's making her feel like he, probably she's ashamed not. of him. Probably not. Probably not. He's ashamed of whatever. So she needs to open her mouth and say that. But also, yeah. like, the question is... I would like to give him a surprise birthday party. Because of the people I will be inviting, it's necessary to also invite Mitzi and her husband. If I, if there's still some kind of spark, would I be asking for trouble? Lady, if this thing were some kind of spark, the flint is dried up, the tender is wet, like it's not going to happen. If there was something there, it would have happened when he got back from the service. He would have run back to her and been like, how dare you write me that dear John letter? I'm going to fight for you. He didn't. He moved on with his life. She moved on with her life. He married you. And you guys are happily married. I thought. Maybe you're not. I don't know. And Mitzi and her husband are happily married. It's been 40 years. Yeah. And I mean, but honestly, no person that you're inviting to this party necessitates inviting Mitzi and husband. That's true. In your own house, it's your... If you don't want to invite anybody, don't don't fucking do it. But if, if you're only not inviting them because of this right here... That's kind of bullshit. Like that's that's enough. I don't know. That's enough reason for me. No, I think that's kind of bullshit. I would not want to throw my husband of forty years a fancy surprise birthday party, put all this work into it, and then feel like he's ignoring me for, you know, some lady he dated forty. I don't know. But I'm very vindictive. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I would do. I don't know, Natalie. She doesn't say he's ignoring her the entire time. It just says they fifteen vis- minutes is a long time at a party to sit there by yourself. Fifteen minutes, if that's what's happening, is a long time. Correct. We don't know if that's what's happening. It there's. It doesn't say, and he leaves me all to myself, or blah blah blah. It each time, blah blah blah. He completely ignores me. In fact, he turns his back on me. Uh, do I think there's any unfinished business between them? No. Do I think he's being rude to his wife? Yeah. Yes. 15 to 20 minutes, that's a long time. I'm not saying he's not being rude. Yeah. I don't think that they're together. Like, I, or not together. I don't think that there's anything between them. No, I, I, mm, I don't, I don't either. I think he's just, oh, I, I don't know. I think know. she just needs to tell her husband, like, hey man, I don't care that you're friends with Mitzi or that you want to talk to Mitzi. No, but whoever it is, you need to not ignore me. But yes, you can't treat me like I'm not there. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah. That's fine. But if, the, but I'm saying if that is her only reason for not inviting Mitzi, I think that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of shitty. Especially since you guys just moved back to a town where, like, you probably don't have a ton, ton of friends. But they're 65. Well, I mean, fuck it. I mean, I don't really give a shit. But, mm-hmm. like, if you're genuinely trying to have a social circle, like, 
it's a surprise birthday party. It's not like it's, you know, a dinner party for three or, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you're having a quiet dinner party and you don't want to invite Mitzi, don't invite Mitzi. Yeah. But like, I say a, don't invite her. It's, you know, I don't know. I just think that you should have a better reason for not inviting her because this seems fucking trivial to me. Like, but not I'm, the rude part. Not the rude part. This, uh, him and Mitzi might still have some unfinished business. But I also get the whole intuition thing. I don't know, a 65-year-old woman, it's not, you know, it's not like it's going to be some salacious affair with this super hot young woman. It's this other 65-year-old woman, you know, this bothers her enough that she wrote in, mm-hmm. you know, I, and she knows her husband. She right. knows her husband. So I, mm, I don't know. There very well could be something left over after 40 years. I think it's kind of, I don't know. I think it's highly unlikely. I don't know. I think it's incredible. People who are like who like grow old with their spouse and their spouse dies rekindle old romances. Then it happens. Sure. Yeah. After you lose somebody you love, not that doesn't matter. It still happens. Well, uh, yeah. It it's does not the point to... of losing your wife or husband. It's can you rekindle an old romance that's forty years old? Absolutely. Especially one that you didn't get any closure from. I don't know. It would bother me. I wouldn't invite her. I'm very. I'm very curious. I mean, I if I had a better reason to not invite her, I wouldn't invite her. I wouldn't not invite her for this. I just would start inserting myself into the conversation. I would too. And I yeah, I would have a. But the thing is, she's going to be. Maybe she's concerned because she's throwing this party. She's hosting it, mm-hmm. so she's going to be running around worrying about drinks. Does this person have enough food? Is you know, do I need well, to put more cheese out? And that's the other thing is, it's like he's the man of the hour, like. Lot everyone's gonna want to talk to him. Yeah, so if it, so he's not gonna have time to have a fifteen to twenty minute conversation with this woman, Mitzi. So yeah. like you know, chill. First of all, yeah, you're gonna be running around and you're gonna be playing host and and all this stuff. But like also, if you're that concerned about it, talk to your husband. You're like, hey man, like I don't again, I don't care that you're friends with your ex of forty years because it's been fucking forty years and I'm an adult woman. But don't treat me like I'm nobody when she's around because it makes me feel like. You, you think know. I'm nobody. You think I'm nobody. And I know that's not the case, so don't right. do it. So don't yeah. do it. Have that conversation with him. Set the ground rules. It's probably, to be perfectly honest, he doesn't even fucking realize he's doing it. Right, exactly. But still, it doesn't mean it hurts less. That, absolutely true. Yeah. Not disagreeing in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. He's probably completely clueless, does not realize that you've ups- that he's upset you in mm-hmm. any way, shape, Just or catching form. up with an old friend that he only has seen six times in the last four decades. Yeah. Yeah. That's like once every eight years. A lot happens in eight years. Right. And I'm just, I'm curious if he does this with other people. Also entirely possible. And maybe she just notices because of Mitzi. Because Because it's Mitzi. Because it's Mitzi. Yep. Entirely possible. Yeah. If he doesn't do this with other people, eh. Okay. So my advice is, to answer your question, do you think there's unfinished business between them? No. If there's still some kind of spark, would I be asking for trouble? Also no. Going one step further, I would have a conversation with him and tell him, hey man, this is not cool. Not cool. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yep. And then move on. Yep. With anybody. You don't get to do this with with anybody. anybody. Well, yeah, with anybody. But just, hey man, it's not cool. Yeah. And he'll probably be like, I'm so sorry. Like, shit, I didn't realize I was doing that. My My bad. bad. We'll not do it again. We'll not do it again. From now on, it'll be a three-way conversation. Exactly. And I bet you, Yeah. Okay. And now I'm interested to see what happened. Anyway, okay, so let's so see what So here's what Ambie had to say. Dear Concerned, if there were still a spark, the fire would have flared up before now. 
The odds are against Mitzi stirring up the embers of an old flame she doused 40 years ago. <laughs> That's it? That's it. No word about, I guess she means invite her. Yeah, well, I mean, she just says, if there's still some kind of spark, would I be asking for trouble? Uh, if there was still a I spark. I mean, if there is still a spark, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if there was a still still a spark, the fire would have... I'm agreeing with Abby. I think that you would have seen signs of this years ago. I agree. Especially yep. since Mitzi was the one who ended it. Yeah. And he probably deserved it, as you said. Right. So, so, you know. Just be lucky that he treats you well, and she was one who got the short end of the stick. Yeah, right? But yep. you guys are both happily married, and it's been 40 years. Yeah. Find something else to be upset about. I know. Okay. Okay. Next. Listener question. Listener question. Okay, here we go. Okay. Our listener question. Hi, guys. What is your opinion on splitting the bills with a significant other? I've always been about 50-50, but here recently I learned about doing it percentage-based. So based off each other's income is how you determine the percentage of the person who pays of the bills. Sorry, let me read that sentence of fucking again. So based off of each income is how you determine the percentage the person pays of the bills. I think there are pros and cons to this, but I make significantly lower amount of money than my spouse. One day it may change and I would personally be willing to pay more if I made more. So we had the same extra spending money, but I don't think he would feel the same. Is it worth bringing up any other good ways you recommend to split the bills? Thanks. Stressed and confused. Hmm. <laughs> okay. This is a good question. That was a really good question. Great. Good job, listeners. Yes. Uh, I just want everybody to know right now there will be no math. No we math. We will not be actually trying no. to guess how no. this would work because this sounds hard. And percentages. Yeah. It's hard. No. I can't have time for that. No. Um... You know, I think it works differently for each relationship. Yeah. Um, I know many relationships where um, the person who makes more money ends up spending more money instead of like 50-50 or whatever. They just mm-hmm. end up there. They know they have more money and they just accept it and spend more. Yeah, I, mm, I think it. I think it depends on the couple. Yeah. Because I, I am. Oh, I'm very. I'm pretty strict about a fifty-fifty as mm-hmm. much as I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing to think about is who has more responsibility throughout the month. Like, who ha- does you have a student loan? Do they have a student loan or not? Mm-hmm. Car payments, no right. car payments. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's so many things that go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gordy and I pay everything 50-50. Our, our income is pretty close to each other. I have way more expenses every month because I have student loans and a car payment. But but he also tends to, like, he buys more dinners out and more drinks out. It just, it ends up being very fair, and he's always willing to help if I'm like, you know what, dude, I can't, I can't pay for this. I need you to. And he's like, oh, that's totally fine. So, yeah. I think, I definitely think this is a conversation that you would have to have with your significant other. Like, don't just assume that it's going to be 50-50, because there are some guys who are like, nope, I'm the dude, I'm going to pay for everything. And there are some women who are like, uh, bitch, I make my own money, I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to pay for everything, yeah. 
And then there are many people who are like me, who I make my own money, but if you want to spend money on me, not going to no stop problem. you. Yeah. But also, I'm not the type of person to take advantage of anybody. So, babe, if you're listening, obviously you know this. But for everyone else, um, I we keep things pretty 50-50, I think. Yeah. Um, and Little I think things. as the person who makes less, I think this is a, an extra hard conversation to have to mm-hmm. have. Absolutely. Yeah. But the percentage base isn't a terrible idea. Um, if you agree to every time salary changes, you re you, you re look at you it, you reorganize it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, like, there's just so many factors to take into account here. Um, you know, like Natalie said, like debt. Yeah. Is another thing. Um, you know, and just also who's better at budgeting and saving money and who's better at mm-hmm. like, right. you know, and like, so. Because that person who makes more money, if everything is even, they have the opportunity to save more. Right. But also, you know, if, it, like, that's just tough. It is tough. So it's like, who buys the little thing, like the day-to-day things? Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Like, do you, you split groceries and, and you know, maybe... You buy a couple of meals out. He buys a couple of meals out. Great. But who buys the big things? Yeah. Vacation plane tickets. Who right. buys the new appliances? Who pays for the car repairs if it's a mutually shared car? Like, right. You know, like, that's, that's where things, like, get tricky. It's like, well, you know, then the little shit doesn't matter so much. Buying... A forty dollar dinner out for two doesn't matter as much as a four hundred dollar bill. Like right, like that's it's really hard. That's when I think it comes into play more. Yeah, not so much like extra spending money here and there. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of dumb. Not dumb, but like it should be a conversation. But like, because it does add up. It, it really it does. It definitely yeah. does add up too. Like yeah. you know, the little stuff definitely adds up too. But. You know, before you know it, you've dropped a hundred bucks. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. But I mean, like... On all the little stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think this is... Um, God. This is definitely a conversation. This is really hard. This is a hard, hard answer. One. Yeah. This is definitely a conversation that you have to have. If the percentage thing works for you, roll with it. Absolutely. And if, you just make sure you all... Like, every time either of your salaries or your situations change, you yeah. adjust it. Yeah. If it's... You know, you say your husband's like, I make more money, so I'm going to pay all the bills, but it's your job to contribute to savings. So then you take whatever you mm-hmm. have left over or whatever, and you contribute that to savings. Yeah. It's still, in the long term, it evens out because you're going to need that savings for stuff. You always do. Always, right. always fucking do. Right. So if that's how it works out, then that's how it works out. If he says 50-50... You know, and then he has extra money for savings so that maybe when, like, the big shit happens, mm-hmm. he's got the money to front it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's tough. It's just something that, like, you have to really... You have to, look, you have to look at your goals and you have to look at what you make and, and what you... Yeah, and you have to be honest you know. with each other about how much you really make. And I'm hoping that as a married couple, this information is known. Like well, yes, and I think this as a our, our answers are totally different for a married couple versus dating people who are not. Married. I say Natalie and I are both in a situation where we're just dating, mm-hmm. but we are living together. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not quite a marriage, 
Right. Well, it's not a marriage because it's not. But, like, I just mean, like, also, like, financially. Like, it's not. No. I mean, that's my intentions with Gordon. But. Yeah, but that's one day. That's not. But we're not married yet. Right. But, I mean, like, as far. So, then when it comes to, like, paying, you know. Mm -hmm. um, And I know many married couples who still keep their own finances finances separate. separate. And they're like, hey, this is how much money I make, and that's how much money you make, and this is where we are. Yeah. And I know a lot of couples who are like, fuck it, we're in this together. And, and both like, are fine. Both you know? are completely fine. It's however you and your sig- spouse, significant other, are comfortable mm-hmm. doing things. But it has to be a mutual agreement. Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely, I think it definitely should be a question. Like, before you decide, like, your budget for where you want to live and your budget for eating out every, you know, how often you want to eat out every week. Because if you want to live in a nicer place, it's like, dude, I can't afford that every month. But mm-hmm. if you want to put a little more towards this, because you, I know that you make more a little, mm-hmm. you know, more than me, I'm sure he'd be willing to work with you on that, you know? Right. Like if your the apartment is $1,200 a month and you can only contribute $400, you need to make that clear. Yeah. You need to say, I cannot pay more than $400 a month towards this. If right. you're comfortable with paying the other $800, that's Great. fine. Let's live here. Then but let's not, do it. If let's not, look somewhere we're going to look somewhere else. else. Yeah. 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 So, like... I wish I had a more of a, a better answer. I know. I don't... I, I just have a... I'm sorry that it, it genuinely... Like, you have to talk to them and just figure out what works best for you. Yeah. And maybe if you do split things more evenly, you know, down the middle... Just it's kind of on him. If you if you want to go out this month, I can't do it. Right. I can't pay for it. You have to pay for it. And if you don't want right. to, that's fine. I'll cook at home. You know. Right. Well, like tonight, like we're we Mark and I like usually like try to reserve going out like once a week. Like mm-hmm. and it's usually Saturday night because I just do not feel like cooking. Right. Of it's course. usually just how it works. I'm like I don't fucking want to cook. I don't want to deal with it. I do not want to deal with it. So it's usually what happens. Well, this week was kind of different. You know, life happens. Things got in the way, whatnot. He got a job today. Well, today he got the job. So I said, forget whatever we were going to have for dinner. If you haven't started it yet, I'm going to take you out to dinner. We're going to celebrate. Yeah. I said that. So I will be paying. And I'm fine with that Mm -hmm. because I said, I'm going to do this. Yes. If he had said, let's do this, I'd be like, great. But, I, but I'm not you're buying, buying, buying because right? I yeah. was going to make whatever. I was not planning on spending money. Correct. Yeah. So and it's it's all about your relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. and you know, and if he's not open to that, then that's fine. He may not be open to that. But you, if you're going to present the percentage thing, if your husband is not open to the percentage thing, you need to express why you're even bringing it up in the first yeah. place. Like, hey... We spend a lot of money out. I don't have that type of money. Yeah. And that's fair. A lot of people don't. Completely fair answer. Yeah. You shouldn't have to struggle every month in order to be able to maintain this lifestyle that Mm -hmm. he wants to live. So. Right. Yeah. And also, like, you need to also just work on a mutual budget. Right. Correct. And then again, like, like we said, when you fuck your budget up, don't be upset about it. It happens. Yeah. We I messed mine up this week. Like I said, we went out to dinner a couple different times instead of once. And I bought groceries. So I'll be ahead for next week because I won't have to buy as many groceries. But right. this week, messed it up. Yeah. Oh, well. So Moving on. 
Right. So, yeah. Good listener question. That was a great question. I wish we had a more firm answer. I know. I don't have one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. But it's it's fine. It, it is it is going to depend on the yep. couple and, you know, where they live and the budget they want to set and the life the kind of life they want to live. Exactly. So. so. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We're going to make it a short sign-off because uh-huh. Kayla's got dinner plans. And I bet you... so very exciting. Well, and I also thank my... Yep, my thing's up. My I'm out of parking. Oh, okay. Friend, you gotta get down there. Ooh, I know. Alright, everybody. My session expires soon. My session expired. Okay. Okay, we gotta go. Alright, so if you have any questions, uh, email us at letsnottellabby at gmail.com. Check our Instagram because we post pretty regularly. And this week we didn't commit to posting a damn thing, so we don't have to. But uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But we're going to. Natalie is. Yes. Um, today's point recap is... 2,015 points for the go-getters. Which is us. Which is us. And 1,505 points for the eager beavers. The eager beavers? <laughs> which is the other oh, people. Oh, why would be the eager beavers? No, we're the go-getters. What? Can we be eager beavers next week? Well, we're going to be different names next week. Okay. Give us different names every week. Have you been paying attention? No. Friend. <laughs> I like eager beavers. Anyway. All right. Uh, you can check our website, lntapodcast.com, for links to all of to the new um, to the new uh, advice column we used this week and all the other questions that we have discussed. Yes. And have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. We will see you next week. Bye. Okay, bye.